Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of COPD exacerbation found under the pulmonary section at MedBullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 68-year-old man with a history of hypertension, heart failure, and emphysema presents to the emergency department with worsening shortness of breath and purulent sputum production. His symptoms began approximately four days ago, where he has had difficulty cleaning around the house and walking one block. Prior to this event, he was able to walk 7 to 10 blocks without much difficulty and did not experience dyspnea at rest. He has a 45-pack year smoking history. He has not received the influenza vaccine. He has been hospitalized five times within the past year for similar symptoms. He is febrile and his oxygen saturation is 85% on room air. On physical exam, the patient appears uncomfortable and is having trouble completing his sentences. Chest radiography demonstrates hyperinflated lungs. A sputum culture is obtained and an arterial blood gas is significant for hypercarbia, hypoxemia, and acidemia. He has started on supplemental oxygen, inhaled ipratropium, albuterol, intravenous methylprednisolone, and levofloxacin. Let's continue with an introduction to COPD exacerbation. Clinically, it is defined as an acute worsening of a patient's respiratory symptoms leading to a change in treatment, and cardinal symptoms of an acute change include an increase in frequency and severity of a cough, increase in sputum volume or character change, and dyspnea. Prevention can be provided with the influenza vaccine, as well as the 23-valent pneumococcal polysaccharide vaccine and the 13-valent pneumococcal conjugate vaccine for all patients that are 65 years of age and older. Risk factors include advanced age, duration of COPD, history of antibiotic therapy, worsened FEV1, a productive cough, and peripheral eosinophilia. In terms of the etiology, this may be due to respiratory infections, most commonly H. influenza, M. cateralis, and S. pneumonia. Also remember that patients are at increased risk for P. aeruginosa infection when they have multiple hospitalizations in the past, advanced COPD, a previous isolation of pseudomonas from sputum, concomitant bronchiectasis, frequent antibiotic treatment, or systemic leukocorticoid use. Other etiologies include congestive heart failure and pulmonary embolism. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will include a worsening dyspnea and cough, as well as increased sputum production or change in sputum character. On exam, one may note wheezing, tachypnea. Patients may have difficulty speaking due to respiratory effort. There may be accessory respiratory muscle use, asynchrony between chest and abdominal motion with respiration, and confusion secondary to hypercarbia and hypoxemia. In terms of further imaging, chest radiography is indicated as the initial imaging modality of choice. It is used to determine the etiology for the COPD exacerbation such as pneumonia or congestive heart failure. In terms of other studies, an arterial blood gas may be used to demonstrate hypercarbia, hypoxemia, and acidosis, and one should also perform pulse oximetry. In terms of treatment, conservative options include oxygen supplementation. This is indicated to improve oxygen saturation to 88 to 92% or a PO2 of approximately 60 to 70 millimeters of mercury. Remember that this is the only treatment to improve mortality in patients with COPD. Medical treatment options include ipratropium and albuterol. Remember that this is typically used in combination for patients with a COPD exacerbation. Another option is magnesium, which helps to relax smooth muscle. Systemic steroids are also typically used in patients with a COPD exacerbation. Specific medications include oral prednisone or intravenous methylprednisolone 
which is used in patients who cannot tolerate oral medications. Also remember that this decreases treatment failure in hospital stay. Another option is antibiotics. When patients have a high pseudomonas risk, one should use levofloxacin, piperacillin tazobactam, cefepime, or ceftazidime. When there is a low pseudomonas risk, one may use moxifloxacin, ceftriaxone, or cefotaxime. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that this is associated with an increased mortality. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to COPD exacerbation, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 66-year-old man presents to the emergency department due to a productive cough. His cough has been increasing in frequency and severity over the course of three days, and his sputum production has increased in volume. The color of his sputum is yellow-green. He denies any chest pain or palpitations, but has experienced worsening shortness of breath with exertion and at rest, which is above his baseline. He has not noticed any changes in his weight or edema in his lower extremities. He denies any recent history of long travel. Medical history is significant for hypertension, hyperlipidemia, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. He has been hospitalized four times for similar symptoms within the last year. He has smoked approximately one pack of cigarettes per day for the past 45 years. His temperature is 102 degrees Fahrenheit, or 38.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 156 over 94. Pulse is 101 beats per minute, and respirations are 26 breaths per minute, with an oxygen saturation of 85% on room air. On physical exam, the patient has difficulty speaking, and there's asynchronous motion between the chest and abdomen with respiration. Wheezing is appreciated on pulmonary auscultation. An ECG demonstrates normal sinus rhythm. A chest radiograph is obtained, and he has administered supplemental oxygen. He has started on ipratropium, albuterol, and methylprednisolone. Which of the following should be added to this patient's treatment regimen? And the answer choices are Choice 1, amoxicillin Choice 2, cefazolin Choice 3, ceftriaxone Choice 4, levofloxacin Or choice 5, penicillin The best answer to this question is Choice 4, levofloxacin This patient's worsening sputum production and shortness of breath multiple previous hospitalizations for the same symptoms, and signs of infection, such as purulent sputum and fever, are concerning for a moderate or severe chronic obstructive pulmonary disease exacerbation caused by an underlying infection. Broad-spectrum antibiotics are indicated, making levofloxacin the best option of the given choices. A COPD exacerbation is seen in patients who have an increase in the frequency and severity of their cough, increase in the volume and or changes in the quality of their sputum production, and or worsening dyspnea. Most COPD exacerbations are caused by an underlying infection, which is why antibiotics are typically added in this patient population's treatment regimen. The choice of antibiotics should target Haemophilus influenza, Moraxella catarralis, and Streptococcus pneumoniae. Concomitant bronchiectasis seen on CT scan, frequent antibiotic treatment in hospital admissions, systemic glucocorticoid use, and sputum culture that grows pseudomonas aeruginosa are risk factors for the patient having a pseudomonas aeruginosa infection. Therefore, antibiotic treatment should also cover this microbe and can include levofloxacin, cefepime, ceftazidime, and piperacillin tazobactam. Antibiotics have been shown to improve clinical outcomes in patients with moderate or severe COPD exacerbations. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. 
Amoxicillin is no longer recommended in treating COPD exacerbations since non-typable H. influenza and M. cateralis strains can inactivate the antibiotic. Choice 2. Cefazolin is best used as prophylaxis against Staphylococcus aureus wound infections prior to surgery. It would not be very effective for gram-negative organisms. Choice 3. Ceftriaxone would be used in patients who are at low risk for P. aeruginosa infection. This patient is at high risk. Choice 5. Penicillin would not be effective for gram-negative organisms. Finally, a bullet summary. Patients with moderate or severe COPD exacerbations with risk factors for Pseudomonas aeruginosa infection should be treated with levofloxacin, cefepime, ceftazidime, or piperacillin tazobactam. That's all for this review about COPD exacerbation. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast.